Ollie had a lot of fighting big monsters. So he was a little bit relieved to get another call about a little monster. There's this old house way out in the county. I said, I think, sounds crazy, but I think there's some tiny monster, ghost or something in my house. It's been doing weird things that I can't explain. Um, I said things like what? I think moving things around and, and breaking things and chewing holes in a door a couple times, a couple different doors, I mean. Um, I don't have a good explanation. And the weirdest thing is, a couple of times, including ones last night, I was sitting there in the study, reading a book, and I swear I saw a book come off the bottom shelf and get dragged across the room by something invisible. There's no other explanation. It's freaking me out. I didn't even stay in my house last night. I just left, got in the car, and went to, the, went to a hotel. I'm too freaked out. I, I need your help, Ollie. So I came to the house. I started looking around. He saw the holes in the doors the guy was talking about. He looked all around the bookshelf for anything unusual, but like normal books. I said, is it, is it usually in the library that you see stuff? I said, well, that's where I've seen it when I've seen it in person, when I've seen it myself. The few times that I've seen something move all by itself. It's been in the library. But things have gotten moved around or destroyed or broken throughout the house. I said, all right. Give me some good information. I want to take a look at the hole in the door. And it was a hole starting from the floor and going up in kind of like a half dome shape. And it was about, oh, I'd say four inches in diameter. So a big hole, but not huge. You couldn't put a person through it. You couldn't even really put a cat through it. So whatever it was, was fairly small, but not tiny. And I said, and I guess whatever it is, it's invisible, too. It's pretty weird. I said, how often does this happen? I said, oh, well, something seems to happen just about every night. Um, but it's a little unusual that, you know, there's only a few times that I've seen it happening, I guess is what I mean. And I said, all right. I think this is the case for a stakeout. I said, okay. I saw the rates for the stakeouts on your page. I said, yeah. I feel like I've got to see what this is for myself. I said, see it, but how are you going to see it? It's, it's invisible. I said, yeah, I've got an idea for that. So I'm going to go back to the house. To my house, I mean. Well, actually to my office. And get some equipment. I've got some ideas. His office is near his house, but it's not in his house. So we went back to his house. It was like an, you know, an hour and a half drive round trip, but it was okay, because always feel like, feel like he didn't really need to be there until the evening. I feel like he was going to get his best watching done at night, after the guy was asleep. So he got two things. 
he got <sighs> two cameras. An infrared camera and an ultraviolet camera. And while the guy was puttering around doing normal stuff, I like quietly set up the infrared camera and the UV camera in one corner of the room where they could really see everything. And there were there were webcams, so he could watch them through his phone. Or through it, you know, for the web browser, kind of wherever. So he pulled it up and made sure it was working. He walked himself around the room and made sure that he could see. And he could see himself on the UV, on the uh, IRR, not so much in the UV. Uh, and he said, all right. And he said, he didn't even tell the guy about the cameras. He said, all right. So I'm going to do a stay guide here. Um, and you can just go to bed like you would normally. I'm going to be here. So I'm going to try and figure out what's going on and catch this thing and deal with it if I can. He said, okay. So Ollie went, actually I went to bed. And he went and... hid in the kitchen, basically. There was an area in the kitchen that was kind of hard to see from anywhere else. So he went there with his phone where he had the, the views from the cameras all queued up. And it was near a plug, so he plugged his phone in so it wouldn't run out of batteries. And there he watched, and he watched, and he watched. About two in the morning, he saw something. This warm spot in the UV, but also this, or sorry, this warm spot in the IR, but also this bright spot in the UV. It came up out of a hole near the fireplace. And it started walking around the library. He saw it climbed up, up, up high in the bookshelf, whatever it was. I figured that was his chance, so quick as a whip. He went around. He got himself ready. And all in one super fast motion, he turned on the light and flung open the door. He looked at where the thing had been crawling and didn't see anything. Then he heard this loud thud and a scamper and saw some dust rustle over by the pole of the fireplace. And I thought, well, that's weird. It is invisible. How do I catch an invisible creature? And I thought, well, it's acting a lot like a rat. It's not a rat, because rats aren't invisible, but what if I trap it like a rat? And so we got a rat trap, and he baited it with a few different things. We put a Snickers bar in there, he also put a little bit, he went to the butcher, and he got some lamb's blood. Thinking, put the demon, demons sometimes like lamb's blood, so they're monsters. He put a little piece of steak in there, in case it was just like a random monster, and in the rat, if it was a mammal monster, it might like that too. He just put a bunch of different stuff in there. Many of those little mini donuts. It was a live trap catch, or a live catch trap, so. There's a lot of room inside. Now I set that up kind of near the hole in the fireplace, not right next to it, but enough that the creature, if it could smell, would smell the stuff in the, in the crate. That night, he set that out, and I set up the cameras over on the other side of the room so he could really see a little bit closer on the hole by the fireplace, and he could also see the cage. 
and he once again got uh, went over that hiding spot in the kitchen. And there he sat with his camera, and he watched, and he waited, and he watched, and he waited. And once again, at about two in the morning, it's a little shape, and you can see it better now. It had kind of a long nose, much longer than a rat's nose, but not quite as long as an elephant's nose. Weird-looking thing. Come out of the hole. And it sniffed around, sniffed at the air, and started to go over and investigate the trap, and it was kind of big, muscular-looking. Well, I couldn't tell what it was. He didn't recognize it. But he watched carefully as the thing, whatever it was, started to go toward the food in the trap. And it got past the trap door, part of the trap, back to where the food was. All of a sudden, it snapped shut. The creature was not happy. It started rattling around the cage, banging into things, trying to knock it over, trying to knock it out, but to no avail. The cage was tough. The cage was well made. Well, I rushed over there again, turned on the light, opened the door, expecting to finally see some creature that must have just eluded him before. But there was his cage still rattling, and you could hear it complaining and snarling. But there was... you couldn't see anything. You could see the food pieces being tossed around as the creature struggled, but it was invisible. Strange, invisible monster. And I thought, well... I don't quite know what to do about that. He called the guy in, and the guy came down, and he looked. He said, my goodness, you've got some invisible thing trapped in that box. And I said, yeah. Do you have any ideas what to do with it? And he said, well, I guess they're not going to like you, but I think maybe animal control. And I said, all right. You're probably right. So he called animal control. And animal control came. They were freaked out. And thought that was the weirdest thing they'd ever seen. But that's kind of their job, so they took it. I said, well, that's not what I expected to find. But thank you. I said, yeah, I mean, let me know if it's, you know, gone. You know, it could be that there's more than one. I don't want to freak you out, but do call me back. If, some, if another one shows up and we'll continue to deal with it. Like I said, you know you caught it like you catch a rat. So I'm going to have my pest control people come in here and plug up that hole and treat the situation like I was treating rats. And maybe, hopefully, whatever that is, didn't leave any babies behind and we'll just move on with our lives. And that was the case of the invisible tiny monster. Well, small monster.